Welcome to UAB Techno, a podcast about all things technology at UAB. I'm MJ Moon. And I'm Jessica Reed. And we're your hosts from UAB IT. Welcome to episode six of Techno. Let's get started. So the fall semester is fast approaching, and while we know this year is going to be very different, we want to make sure that you know the tech solutions available to you. Remember that for any questions you have about coming back to campus, you can visit uab.edu slash reentry for the latest information. MJ and I are both UAB alum. One thing I found between various professors that differed from what I know as an IT employee is storage options that are available to us. Professors would offer different options and suggest hard drives, provide file site uploads, etc. And it could be different from class to class, so it started to get confusing. While I understand we all just have to figure out a solution that works and get it done, we thought it would be a good idea to give you all a checklist of tech at UAB. The software we're going to talk about today are all free solutions available to students, staff, and faculty. For storing files securely and with easy access, be sure to use Microsoft OneDrive, which gives you 5 terabytes of cloud storage. OneDrive is great for collaboration and sharing documents with others, plus it can be accessed from most any device. You get this through Office 365, which also includes Word, Excel, PowerPoint, and they all work together seamlessly. Each UAB user can access those programs online or download on up to five devices. MJ, when you started as an IT student employee, was there anything you learned you had access to but didn't realize before working in this department? Yeah, so at the time I thought I had it all figured out, but I definitely did find that UAB offered a lot of tech solutions that I should have been taking advantage of. And I am really glad that we're talking about OneDrive because secure and organized file storage was one of my biggest weaknesses. I had several thumb drives, hard drives, and the Google Drive account that I would dump projects and assignments into. And looking back, the entire Office 365 suite would have been exactly what I needed. I also wish I could have been able to use the relatively new Adobe Creative cloud program where students at UAB get Adobe CC for free. And that includes Photoshop and Design, Premiere Pro, which is pretty much anything you need to create or edit photos, video, layout, whatever you're working on. This would have been very, very nice as a student, but it can also be requested for faculty and staff under that free license. My last semester at UAB, I found out about EndNote, and that helps you with your research and manages your citations helps you format papers and allows you to search online databases. That is an incredible and extremely useful tool. I think that there are some things that I got right though. So once I started working in IT, I learned that we recommend setting your web browser as Google Chrome because some applications like Canvas don't work well on some default browsers. And I have been using Chrome across all my devices for several years and this would come in handy when I needed to use the university computer labs or the library computers. And I was also a big advocate for the UAB app early on as it was a lifesaver for my first week as a student. Between the campus map and the easy to find quick links, it's the number one thing that I recommend students download once classes start. And now the UAB health check has been added to the UAB app as well. And that's just another quick link that's perfect to have there. So you should be sure to check the show notes for the links on how to access all of these options. If you're in need of a new personal computer, Tech Connect is set up with online ordering and direct ship. They have Dell, Microsoft, and Apple devices available. For students, there's a Dell promotion going on where you can get $100 off a new Dell machine of $499 or more. Also, Apple is available online right now, but coming soon, Apple products will be available in-store at Tech Connect in the Hill Student Center. 
We're excited about this because it's a really long process to get approved to carry Apple products. This change will offer customers more solutions on the types of devices they can see and demo in the store as well as buy there. Keep an eye out for more on that coming soon. Cybersecurity is something that we all need to be responsible for. It's a team sport. UAB and IT have security protocols in place and monitor things that protect our network. But you hold a key to provide access to bad actors, and this can cause issues for the university, but also for you personally. Recent attempts have included finding out who your supervisor or even higher-up leadership in UAB is, and then they text you, pretending to be them, saying, hey, this is important so-and-so, I'm in a meeting, but I need your help. So of course you jump on it. They engage in conversation and they ask you to buy gift cards. They claim that they will get you reimbursed, but there's a sense of urgency. And these bad actors end up stealing the balances off the gift cards. You find out it was not the leader that you thought, and then you are personally out of money. These attackers can engage through email, phone calls, and text messages. This can be bad for your personal information like your bank account, and it can also be possible for someone to get your UAB information. And then they can reroute your next paycheck or your financial aid disbursement and steal your money. They can access your files and copy or delete research you've been working on for years, and there's a lot of risk to engaging with unknown messages. I've been in IT for four and a half years now, and I just recently learned something new about phishing. We say the term hackers a lot, but one of our security staff pointed out that the word hacker brings an assumption or image of a lone person in their basement trying to get your information. And yes, that's really what I envision, but the threat can be much more serious than that. There are organized efforts, especially from other countries or nation states, as they call it, that work hard to get your information and get into large networks such as UAB. They tap into human nature and our response is to get us to act quickly before we realize it's a scam. These are really sophisticated and serious attacks. So just be aware, keep your machine up to date, have antivirus software installed, check that your emails are really coming from someone that you know, don't click on links that take you to UAB.com or another address that seems off in comparison to the content of the email. You can always learn more at UAB.edu slash infosec. so excited to announce that UABIT is about to launch a revamped website. Woohoo! Yeah, this has been a long, long project for us, but we're really proud of the work. Not only does the site look better, it's easier to find things and it flows so much better. MJ, you worked on a lot of the front end visual side of things, but as far as the back end design and how everything is structured, we've used you as our tester to see if you can find the content more easily. Can you tell us about one of those experiences, what you felt as the test user? So several months ago, we hosted our annual service awards lunch. So during some pre-event prep, one of the event speakers wanted to reference word-for-word UABIT's core values, which your core values should be pretty easy to find on your website. When they went to our website to look it up, between page navigation and slow load time, finding what they were looking for became very frustrating. And I was able to see firsthand how difficult our website could be for our customers. So I even pulled out my phone to speed up the process of finding the information, and I got lost. Once I got back to my desk after the event, I wanted to know, is it easier to find our core values on our new site? Like, that was my that was my simple goal of this test. You click the About button, and then you just scroll down a little bit, and they're all outlined right there at the bottom of the page. I'm really proud of our team and everyone else that helped create our new site. Yeah, I think it's going to be really great and our users are going to benefit from this. You can head over to uab.edu slash IT. You can see what it is right now. Soon in the future, see what's changed. 
Hey, MJ, what's happening in the social media world? So we have a pretty recent story to tell for the social update this episode. And we all got to watch it unfold on social media right in front of our eyes. So the afternoon of July 15th, there were 130 verified Twitter accounts that began tweeting a crypto coin scam. Did you hear about it, Jessica? I did. Are you going to recall this later and be like, do you remember where you were the afternoon of July 15th, 2020? It felt pretty momentous. There were meme accounts already made for the scam. I don't really understand what happened, though. So, I yeah. Well, we're going to dive in a little bit into what exactly happened. Okay. We still don't know why. So high-profile celebrities, politicians, and even companies sent out tweets that was encouraging people to send 1000 to $2,000 to a Bitcoin address, and then they were claiming to be doubling all of the payments made. So Jessica, we talked earlier about these bad actors claiming to be people that you know and trust, and this situation is pretty similar. But rather than these bad actors posing to be people that we will know personally, they pose to be these notable public figures or organizations on a platform that has over 145 million active daily users. That has a lot of reach from those accounts. So were they able to steal money from people? Like, did people respond? Like, I'm pretty sure, I don't know the exact number, but I'm pretty sure like hundreds of thousands of dollars were sent to these Bitcoin accounts. And you can apparently see how much money is going to a certain address, but then you can't see where it goes after that. Eventually, Twitter deactivated or like you couldn't post that line of the Bitcoin address anymore. Like they totally like stripped that from the entirety of Twitter. But then they created another Bitcoin address that also got money. Wow. Yeah. So Sofo Security put out some simple tips to avoiding social scams. First, if a message sounds too good to be true, it probably is too good to be true. Yeah, this is something we talk a lot about when it comes to phishing prevention. It's just really important to break down emails and messages that you get, read them carefully, and just find out exactly what they're asking from you. Confirm that they really are the person that they say they are. Just be suspicious of things. Next, cryptocurrency transactions don't have the legal protections that you get with banks or payment card companies. There's currently no fraud reporting service or transaction cancellation in cryptocurrency. Sophos describes this as sending someone crypto coins is like handing over cash in an envelope. So treat it like cash. Yeah. So finally, you should look out for any and all signs that a message just might not be real. This includes grammatical errors or odd formatting. In the crypto coin scam, some tweets place the dollar sign after the numbers. So look for things like that that just don't seem right. There are multiple investigations still underway to determine exactly how the Twitter hack happened. And you can find our references in the show notes. These bad actors are not going to stop just because Twitter was able to pull that. Absolutely. They're going to keep trying different things. They're going to try to tap into that human nature where they know you're looking, where you're paying attention, and try to trick you. So just keep this situation in mind and be suspicious of things. Yeah. Well, that's it for us today. Thank you for joining. As always, please reach out to UABIT if you have any tech issues or items that you want us to cover here. We'll see you next month. UAB Techno is produced by UAB IT Communications and Marketing with Carrie Bean, Jessica Reed, and MJ Moon. Music from Kevin McLeod.